The Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rap Show podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast! Woo! Yeah, another week has rolled around in the bagpiping world, and uh, yeah, can you believe it? This is episode 199. <laughs> it's insane! Now, a full disclosure, uh, before I come out and record the podcast every week, I always like to do a bit of a script. I put a, a bit of a running order together of what I want to say and stuff, and at the top of each sheet, I always write the episode number. And this week, I wrote the number down, 199, and I have to admit, I actually took a little moment to myself and looked at it and kind of just stared at it for a while, thinking, my God, what a journey. You know, I don't know, maybe I'm being a bit melancholy, but uh, yeah, episode 200 next week is going to be a huge milestone that we never thought ourselves here in the Big Rab Show would ever meet. But here we are all these years later and we're going to be recording episode 200 and I have to say it's going to be incredible. I'm really looking forward to it. So yeah, we'll talk more about episode 200 in a little bit, but I just wanted to take a little moment at the start of this week's podcast because yeah, whenever I was putting the script together for this week, I had a little moment to myself thinking, wow. Anyway, welcome. This is the Big Rab Show. We are the show for the bagpiping folks. So if it's got bagpipes in it or around it or near it at all, then we are the show for you. Reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming, which there hasn't been too much of, but there's been some this past weekend, so we'll talk about that. So, yeah, if this is your first Big Rab show, then, um, where have you been? Uh, as you can tell, I've just mentioned it. This We have now have 199 episodes worth of a back catalogue that you can delve through, and I have to say, we've got a massive, massive wealth of material that you can look back now, and, uh, yeah, lots of stuff for you to enjoy. Plus... If you would like to help you know, support the show like every other podcast out there, we do have a Patreon. Yep, shocker. Yeah, go on over there to Patreon and you can get your hands on tons of exclusive content just available for Patreon supporters. And if anything, it kind of came into its own there just last night. Yes, last night on Fuse FM Battle Money, we announced our winners of the Big Rab Show Awards. And of course, that's this week's topic of the week, isn't it? Uh, but yes, you wouldn't have had to wait until tonight, until the podcast. Because if you were unable to listen to it live on Fuse, you would have been able to watch or listen to it on Patreon. Because that's where we put our replays up there. So... If you didn't want to wait to find out who the winners and the losers were and all that sort of stuff, then, yeah, Patreon is where it is. So if you want to get all those exclusive episodes and all that sort of stuff, there's tons of it back there. Just check us out. Big Rab Show over there on Patreon. Now, I also have to mention, uh, this past week we actually had a bit of trouble with our website. The, uh, the shop and everything it was playing up and people were having difficulty ordering things and we were getting messages saying that you know it wasn't accepting payments and all the rest and their basket was emptying when 
Uh, all sorts of madness. So just to let you all know, we have it fixed now. The website should hopefully now be fully operational. We don't really know what happened, but ourselves and the website provider have managed to solve that problem. So if you do want to do some Christmas shopping, then go along now, thebigrabshow.com forward slash shop. And uh, yeah, we do hope to have some new merch up there actually very soon. Uh, you guys have actually been requesting uh, the Big Rab Show Zippy, the Zippy hoodie. Yeah, you guys have been really requesting those. And they're class, by the way. So, yeah, we do hope to have those listed very soon for you guys to buy. There you go. Also, don't forget to check out our ongoing promotion, of course, with the Piper's Dojo. It's an incredible service, and a lot of you guys are actually taking advantage of it, which is brilliant, by the way. Keep doing that because it is a huge saving. You can get 30 days of Dojo Premium for $1. We're calling it our $1 test drive. Cost you one dollar to sign up, and you can yeah tick the whole website for a spin. Now you have full access to everything. There's no paywall on any of this, so you have all of your tuning packages, all of your one-to-one lessons with some of the bigs and big names in the piping game. You have access to your Facebook groups, and all of that is open to you guys for thirty days to have a test drive. And after thirty days, if you decide to keep it on, then great, you know brilliant you've started your piping journey if not then hey at least you've had 30 days of real incredible tuition you know and it's only cost you a dollar there you go so go and check that out thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo yes okay now last week of course on the big rab show we had quite an incredible interview with a bit of a drumming legend and i have to say with each podcast we always start our podcasts with listener mail and a lot of you guys were emailing in saying just how much you enjoyed that interview with reed maxwell so thank you to everyone uh yeah it was honestly quite a, a starstruck moment for me i did feel a bit like a rabbit in the headlights not gonna lie um that is quite embarrassing to listen back to because i was kind of like a bit of a a giggler going oh <laughs> there's reed there's reed um so yeah i am a bit of a fan of reed maxwell in case you haven't guessed by listening to last week's embarrassing podcast but yeah a lot of you guys seem to enjoy that so thank you to everyone who emailed us in and also to you guys who are using our new feature by the way the weekly drone Uh, Wow, you've been killing it this last while. We've got a lot of weekly drones. Now, we do try to keep our weekly drones to one a week, and we'll probably keep that going. People are complaining, saying, Oh, Rob, I sent you a weekly drone ages ago, and you haven't used it yet. Well, bear with us. We are working through now a bit of a backlog. We have a load of weekly drones to get through, so... There you are. In case you're wondering what the heck I'm talking about, Weekly Drone is our weekly uh, spot where you guys can email in whatever you want completely anonymously. And we'll talk more about Weekly Drone as we get through this week's listener mail. But first of all, let's delve into listener mail, shall we? Yes, our email address, as always, has never changed. It's bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, we've got a lot of emails in this past week, like I said, about Reed Maxwell and about a few other different situations and things that we're going to talk about. But this next one came in from an anonymous emailer. Uh, he didn't want his name to be mentioned, so that's fair enough. Uh, but he says, Rab, first off, I've been listening to your podcast for the past couple of years. and I have to say, it's brilliant in all aspects. Ah, thanks very much. I've wanted to email you a few times in the past with topic ideas, but have never gotten around to it. Shy, I guess. Just a little bit about myself. So you know that I'm not some whack job across the pond in one of the colonies. <laughs> okay. 
He says, I've been playing bagpipes for the better part of my life, competing in solos in Ontario, Canada from age 10 and grade 4, until booze and women got in their way, and then at around age 19, ending in grade 1 solos. There you are. Bandwise competing in grade 4 and grade 2, up to grade 2, and within a year, I had a year in grade 1. And an 18-year break... Since now, have been back competing in grade 3 and grade 2. For the past few years, as well as being in military pipes for the past 26 years in the Army Reserve in Canada. There you are. So moving on, he did say, um, Anyways, the reason I'm contacting you is a colleague of mine, uh, a pipe major in the military, sent me an article from the University of Minnesota in the US uh, that did a study on the spread of aerosols, leaving instruments, albeit not bagpipes, but nonetheless a study on musical instruments. My question to you is, do you know of any similar studies that might be happening in the UK on this subject for the pipes? Or would you know how to get the ball rolling on your side? Because I'm sick of this COVID crap. As far as I know, you and thousands of pipers and drummers around the world are too. Apparently, there are six or seven studies going on just within the United States on the effect of aerosols leaving instruments, and one that I've heard from in Berlin in Germany. I would love to hear your thoughts on this on a future podcast. I'm going to try to include the link of the article in my email. Can you please give a shout out to the 48th Highlanders of Canada Pipes and Drums and to the Grade 2 Toronto Police Pipe Band? There you are. You've got your shout out, guys. Go on, Toronto! Woo! And also, go on, the 40th Highlanders. <laughs> Thank you, anonymous emailers. And, yeah, he actually did provide the link to this uh, study and everything that was produced on the release of aerosols through instruments. And, actually, I'm not going to read you the entire article, but basically, to summarise, is that musical instruments don't spread aerosols as far as you might think. Now, it doesn't... Dis, you know, it doesn't dispel the rumor that they do, you know, release aerosols and possible water droplets from a person's breath into the air. That does happen. We have had scientific proof of that. But as far as any, you know, like a fire flung throw, you know what I mean? Yeah, if you're going to be sitting in an audience in an auditorium or something and a band is on a stage, you're not going to be putting yourself at risk from watching that band play live. And that's the whole premise behind the study. And yeah, you're asking if there's studies ongoing here in the UK. And I do know, I've done a little bit of research on this, there is ongoing studies into singing. Uh, a lot of choirs and a lot of male voice choirs and, you know, singing performers and things. There's a lot of study going into that currently at the moment. Will people be putting themselves at risk at going to places of worship and singing and things like that? Or singing in large groups like a choir or a, a group of some sort? Will they be putting each other at risk? Also, as far as instruments and that are concerned, I do know there is, I think, a study ongoing by the Musicians' Union here in the United Kingdom to do with uh, orchestras and big band members and things like that. People who play brass instruments and woodwind, obviously this is having a detrimental effect on their earnings at the moment because they can't play. Uh, So, yeah, I think the Musicians' Union here in the UK are doing an ongoing study into that. As far as an actual scientific study into bagpipes is concerned, don't know is the short answer. Uh, We have talked about it on the podcast before where... 
It has been said in the local press that bagpipes could be one of the most lethal instruments that you could possibly play. And by playing a set of bagpipes, you are basically spreading COVID-19 absolutely everywhere. And they're the devil instrument, you know. And um, I don't... (sighs) I don't subscribe to that, you know. I do understand we do need to be careful in these current times and global pandemic. Obviously, we need to be, you know, careful. But we don't, like, spread this terrible uh, pandemic as far, you know, far and wide just completely by accident and being careless. But, yeah, as far as any scientific evidence that the bagpipes are detrimental to everyone's health and that you should stop playing right away, we haven't seen that. And... Yeah, we do know that there is studies going into various other instruments, whether it's happening for pipes at the moment. No, is the answer. I haven't seen any evidence of that at all. But, yeah, I don't know if ourselves and the Rab Show can start the ball rolling, as you do put there, emailer, but uh, it's certainly a very interesting topic. And I don't know if it's something even possibly our own Pipe Band Association could look into or our Solo Pipers Association, you know, could possibly look more into getting a scientific study done. I, I don't know if it's worth the investment of time and money, uh, but it could well be when you're talking about the future of playing bagpipes in a live environment. So a very interesting email there, emailer, so thank you very much for that. Okay, I also have to give a shout out to a load of folks from the Yuspapa <laughs> Pipe Band Association. Eastern United States Pipe Band Association released an email on October 30th and I must have got at least a dozen copies of this. At the bottom of the email it says please share this email, right? This came from the association themselves and they talked about various things throughout the organization about what's going on and honestly I got at least... Six, seven, eight copies of this thing. It was mad. My inbox just went bing, 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 bing. So, yes, there was a good reason why I had this email shared with ourselves in the Rab Show. Because it uh, it talks about a certain topic that we brought up, brought up a week ago or a week or two ago now when we're talking about band fees. <clears throat> yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, Now, the reason why I'm talking about this is because in 2020, Yuspaba have decided that all member bands are now automatically 2021 member bands. So if you paid your fees for 2020, these have automatically rolled over to 2021. There you are. So you've been told. Also, if you do decide to sign up in 2021, you will have a 50% dues reduction for your renewal or your new band membership, which is absolutely incredible because obviously times are hard at the minute with the global pandemic and bands are skint. And uh, here is just Baba saying to them, hey, you know, those fees that you paid us for 2020 that didn't happen, don't worry about it. That'll see you through next year. And uh, if you do, you know, need to sign up or get a membership for that, we'll give you half price because we know everyone's skint, which is brilliant. But... That's not the only thing they put in their email. This is a real good news story, by the way, I have to say. It's an incredible step by EUSPBA, or Yuspaba, and uh, one of which I think should definitely be celebrated. uh, Because our own RSPBA have found themselves in the situation where they're asking their bands to pay fees for a season that might not happen. Even though bands have not had fees refunded for this past season, they've been asked to pay for next season... Yeah, that was on a previous podcast. We'll not even go there. But Yuspapa actually put it um, 
and quite uncertain terms. Now, they didn't actually mention who they were talking about, but I think we all know who they were talking about. In the email, it says, The Yuspaba has weathered the storm better than many of its sister associations. Oh! In fact, in certain aspects, we have thrived during this difficult time, thanks to visionary organisers like Maureen Connor. There you are. Yeah. Now, that was definitely shots fired across the bow, I feel. Uh, but, um, yeah, whenever you read this email, I kind of it read like, a, hey, things are going well here. We're doing what we can to help bands. And our sister organizations or sister associations might not be doing as well. Yeah. So the, the decision to have, like, online annual, you know, competitions and stuff... That was something that Yuspapa spearheaded. They were at the forefront of that. Also, this now this reduction in renewal fees, that's something Yuspapa are pushing as well. And they also make mention to it, uh, you know, that they, well, they didn't refund fees, but they've carried them over into next year. And uh, again, they've made shots on their email saying, unlike at least one of our sister or associations, we don't have to plead for Jews' money to hold off fiscal disaster. <laughs> now they didn't say who they were talking about but i think we all know full well who they're talking about don't we huh 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 where, where is it draw your own conclusions <laughs> yes it is quite an incredible uh news update from yuspaba and um yeah i honestly have to applaud them for it i think it's fantastic because it's great to see that yuspaba are doing so well and uh, have been doing what they can to help bands within their association. And it's so encouraging to see. Whereas in one of their sister associations, things might not be going as well and giving us plenty to talk about on the radio. <laughs> yes, there you are. So quite an interesting email there from Yuspapa sent out to their membership there on October 30th and has been circulated around worldwide, I should say. It has been everywhere. I think everyone's seen this by now. <laughs> Ah, fantastic stuff. So yeah, shout out to Yusbaba. You guys are doing something right. And proper order too. Happy days. Alright, swiftly moving on. So that's it pretty much for listener mail this week. Thank you to everyone who did email in. Like I said, a lot of you guys emailed in to say about the Reed Maxwell interview and how you had a load of questions for him. So yeah, hopefully if we do get Ian or Reed Maxwell back on the show again... We will have more. Uh, we will more questions that you know we could throw at them from you guys, the listeners. So there you are. So there you are. Our email address, as always, has never changed. Bigrabshow at gmail dot com. There you are. All right. Now I did mention our weekly, uh, yeah, our weekly thing that we are now doing called Weekly Drone, our new feature that you guys really seem to be loving. If you want to get involved, you can do. Go to thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone, where you guys can basically email in absolutely anything you want. Now, be it positive, be it negative. In fact, everything's been negative so far. I think this this section is just like a weekly moan, rather, weekly drone. Uh, but yeah, it's an opportunity for you guys to say whatever it is you want or need to say. Completely anonymously, there's no bands associated with this, there's no names, there's no addresses, absolutely anonymous, and uh, yeah, the reason why I don't read it out here in the podcast, there's an, there's an absolutely different voice for me, is to kind of illustrate that fact, that it isn't ourselves in the Rab Show that are bringing this, it's you guys. You guys out there are submitting these weekly drones, and uh, let's get into it, shall we? 
Let's hear this week's Weekly Drone. The Weekly Drone. Whitney Houston once sang, I believe the children are our future. But when it comes to pipe bands, I believe it's actually adult players who are our future. And who bands and associations should be investing more time in attracting, training and retaining. In my part of the world, which has fewer kilts and more kangaroos, much of the dedicated instruction that is run or supported by associations is for kids either through school band programmes, instructional piping camps run on school holiday weekends, bursaries and scholarships for young players, or competitions where only juvenile competitors can enter. I live in an area where we're lucky to have five or six band competitions, and even fewer solo ones, a year. So most adult players have never competed in a solo competition at all. Piping is more of a novelty than a way of life for most people in the community here, so the culture of competing for adults just isn't encouraged, due to most opportunities being targeted at kids. Which, as you can imagine, doesn't do wonders for the playing standard when bands and soloists are representing the community at public gigs. Also, we don't have a juvenile grade here, so our well-trained school kids sweep the prize lists at every band and solo comp leaving those of us who are trying to improve with our own limited time and budget very demoralised. As what's the point if you're just signing up for an inevitable beating by kids who have had hours of one-to-one weekly tuition? While it's great that we're teaching the next generation about the instrument and its traditions, I think this focus on kids is short-sighted. How many of us actually kept playing the instruments we were forced to when we were in school? While school music gives kids a solid foundation for reading and appreciating music, the reality is that most kids who graduate from school programmes end up too busy with uni or relationships or any of the wonderful distractions a young adult has enticing them away from their chanter or drum pad. Adults, on the other hand, may take a bit longer to learn, but stay in the community for years longer and bring the vital and often unsung skills that go far beyond just playing to keep our community humming along. They're the ones with leadership skills from other industries, who are running and marketing associations and bands, organising and promoting events, navigating rules and regulations, teaching and applying for grants, just to name a few. In my opinion, associations would do well to focus as much, if not more, on attracting and retaining their adult players through investing in piping and drumming instruction programmes that are run at full-time work-friendly hours, competitions that are targeted at lower-grade adults, and just generally fostering a community that invests in and excites its adult players as well as its kids then the kids who do leave would know they are coming back after a decade or so to a community that offers further enrichment opportunities for them as adults too. I think focusing on and investing in adult players would create a more enthusiastic, thriving piping community that also has much higher playing standards 
thanks to regular musical instruction and opportunities for self-improvement. The Weekly Drone Indeed, Weekly Drone, and an interesting one there. Yeah, um... Talking about youth development specifically in Australia. Now, that isn't just exclusive to Australia, I have to say. Youth development here in the UK as well is really strong with incredible tuition at teenage level. All we have to look at is our juvenile, novice juvenile grades and just how packed full of talent they are. Bands such as the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland would just melt your face. Bands like, you know... George Watson's College, Dollar Academy, uh, pff, come on, there's a load of bands in there which are just ridiculous. And these kids are incredibly talented. And the wealth of investment into that sector and the pole piping world, investing in the future, teaching all of these young kids, is incredible. There's a serious amount of money poured in there, there's a serious amount of time and effort, blood, sweat, and tears. And as you correctly said, that a lot of these kids, whenever they reach adulthood, you know, and they're, when they're 19, 20, 21, and they're at university and stuff, perhaps lifting that set of pipes or the set of sticks in the corner suddenly doesn't become a priority, you know? And essentially, that's all that time, effort, money, blood, sweat, and tears down the drain. Now, I have to say, there is a counter-argument to this. And a serious amount of people coming through those development programs with all of those various different bands and schools do go on to be full-time players. And not full-time, you know, musicians, but, you know, competitive bagpipers, competitive drummers. They do keep on the hobby. They do keep the music with them. And it's something, you know, that we have seen pay dividends, especially in recent years, whenever you see bands such as Boghall with their development program, with so many talented young kids coming through, and bands like Shots as well, who are incredibly young membership. There's a lot of top-grade bands with very young players, and we do think that's partly to do with the investment in youth development here in the UK. But yes, I do understand, especially even recent year, well, especially this year, I suppose, with all of the online solo events and stuff, that a lot of them do seem to be aimed at kids. You know, all of the age brackets are all, you know, 16 and under, 18 and under, all of that. And then anything that's open to adult grade is always set up to professional level. So any adults want to get involved, then they're going to be up against the cream of the crap. You know, your top marks, grade one, big guns. So if you're an adult aged 18 or over and you want to play your 2-4 march where you're going to be up against Willie McCallum or Angus McCall or something like that. So where does your grade 4 piper who wants to play their 2-4 march, where do, where do they fit in? So it is an interesting topic, definitely. Uh, but one of which I do think, you know, it's a double-edged sword. I do think that investment in the youth is extremely important. Uh, but yes, yeah, sometimes the seesaw does lean too heavily on let's develop the youth, whereas sometimes there can be more development put into maintaining and sustaining what we already have at adult level. So yeah, interesting, interesting debate there, Weekly Droner. So thank you very much for that. And if you guys have any opinions, of course, you can always email us, bigrabshow at gmail. Dot com, or even you can submit your own weekly drone via our website, which is thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. And where we can draw your own conclusion. <laughs> you guys are going to get sick of that, I can tell. Anyway, 
Let's move on. We've got some actual bagpiping news to get through this week before we get into this week's topic of the week. Loads of stuff has been happening. But first of all, before we get into the thick of it, I want to give you guys... This is kind of a feature I've been wanting to bring to the show for a while. This is Rab Introduces. And this week, I'm going to be talking about Ron Jappy. Now, you guys may not know who Ron Jappy is... But he is an incredibly talented musician and has been in the Celtic music scene now for years. He started out life, of course, as the guitarist for the Scott Wood Trio. He then graduated to the Scott Wood Band, of course, and then went on to be involved in so many different projects. It would make your head spin. Well, Ron is now finally branching out on his own and releasing his own solo album. It's called Vinkiller. I probably completely butchered that name and pronounced it totally wrong. Uh, but V-I-N-C-U-L-A-R. Vincular. Vincular? This is stuff that rap got wrong. More than likely. So apologies, Ron. But yeah, I'm an absolutely massive fan of Ron Jappy and his guitar playing. And his, his approach to structure of music, I suppose, is really interesting. Uh, that's one of the things... That, you know, Ron has been uploading little clips, little live performances and stuff of things that could possibly be hitting the album. And, oh, I'm all sorts of excited for this. Because it definitely has that Scott Wood band kind of flavor. Do you know what? I'm going to let you hear a little 30-second clip of it. And, uh, yeah, this album, Vincular, I think that's how you pronounce it, is going to be available on his website now to pre-order on ronjappy.com and it's going to be available for official release on December 4th. So, yeah, here's a little 30-second teaser of what Ron's been up to. Doesn't that sound good? Yes, you can just hear the piping in there. And I think that's actually Danny, I think. Yeah, from Shots and from Drums and Roses. I'm not entirely sure. That could be wrong. Uh, But yeah, that's Ron Jappy. Going to be releasing a brand new debut solo album. and One of which I'm very keen to hear. So there you are. A lot of incredible new music going to be releasing at the start of December. Very exciting stuff. So there you are. If you are interested, go to ronjappy.com. That's R-O-N-J-A-P-P-Y dot dot com. Ronjappy.com, sir. And go and check out that. That's definitely going to be worth a pre-order, in my opinion. 100%. All right. Let's move swiftly on. We've got tons more piping news to get through. I also have to give a shout this week to Scott Wallace. Go on, Scott Wallace. Yeah, bye yeah, Scott Wallace was on the G1 Reads uh, social media page there just yesterday. In fact, performing some 2-4 marches, which is absolutely brilliant. And uh, if anything, it's great just to hear Scott playing. You know, it's been a while since we've seen any content and you know material from Scott, so it's brilliant to see Scott playing. Uh, yeah, he's using, of course, a G1 Gold Chanter and a brand new Platinum pipe read and everything in there. And, whoo, 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 whoo. It just 
sounds amazing. So well done to Scott Wallace. What an incredible 2-4 March, mate. Just, yeah, really enjoyed it. So go along, g1reads.com, go and check it out. You'll not regret it. It's an absolute blistering performance there. There you go. Also, now, guys, I know at the moment a good majority of our audience will be from the United States. All right? And I don't know whenever you're listening to this whether we have an actual result for the election or not. No idea. Haven't really been following it. Politics is not really my thing. Uh, But, yes, I do know you guys are in the middle of all that election fever and all of that kind of stuff looking for a new president. Now, I have to give a shout to good friend of the show, Bradley Kenna. Go on, beer boy Brad. Woo! Because Brad went to the polling stations. uh, Just when I'm recording this, he went yesterday to the polling stations rocking a Big Rab Show hoodie. Which, total respect, my man. Going to the polls wearing a Big Rab Show hoodie. Thank you so much, mate, uh, for sending us your selfie, I suppose. Standing in line waiting to go and vote. Uh, If anyone else out there is doing anything cool whilst wearing Big Rab Show merch, then definitely send us in a selfie. Let us know where you have worn your Rab Show merch. Uh, Because a lot of you guys this last while have been purchasing uh, lots of hoodies and tiles and things, so it's been great. So, yeah, send us in your selfies. Let us know where you wear your Rab Show merch, you know. If anything, I think a couple of years ago, a guy sent us in uh, a selfie of him at Disney World, which was awesome. Like, it was at Epcot or something wearing his Rab Show t-shirt. That was incredible. So, there you go. That Maybe I'll get your creative juices flowing, you know. You could go fishing in your Rab Show merch. You could go shopping at Walmart or whatever. You can go shooting. I, I don't know. That... <laughs> Whatever wholesome pastime, I suppose, you can get up to whilst wearing Rab Show merch. We'd love to see it. Send us in your selfies. All right. I have to give a mention this week to a online competition. Yes. Now, this one is going to be hosted by the Governor Marquis Memorial Pipe Band. Let's probably pronounce that wrong again. Stop that rap got wrong. Yeah, the Governor Macquarie Memorial Pipe Band from Sydney, Australia are hosting an online contest which is going to be something really quite unique. Yeah, it's going to be called the... the two, I can just about read. The 2020 Shepherd Challenge for Young Global Piper of the Year. And I, did, I can draw a breath. Now, for more information, of course, you can go and have a look at their social media, but we have shared it out all over the Rab Show uh Facebook page, of course, you can go and check it out. All of the different categories. You have 9 and under, 12 and under, 15 and under, 18 and under, and under 21. Remember I was saying again about your age brackets. And if you're under 21, you could be up against some real professional guys. Yeah, but there you go. Uh, So for more information, of course, check out the GMM Pipe Band social media. Or even if you want to check out our Rab Show Facebook page, we have all the details up there now of how you can go about entering that. Their email address for inquiries and all your requirements for entry, ygpy at gmmpb.com.au. It's a bit of a mouthful, but there you are. So that's going to be an ongoing online competition for Young Global Piper of the Year. Awesome stuff. Alright, now, I do have to give a shout this week to a good friend of the show, <laughs> Mr. Kyle High. Kyle High! Woo! Kyle has been dead busy this last while. He has been uploading a tune every day. He's called it Movember Tune A Day. And if you aren't following Kyle on YouTube, you are missing a trick, honestly. Uh, he is... Growing out his moustache, of course, as part of Movember to raise money for charity. He has various different links where you can donate to him as well. But every day, he's standing in full uniform, playing pipes, 
playing a tune per day. And number one, it's absolutely brilliant to enjoy the performances because Kyle's an incredible player. I've already said it before. He's been on the show before. He's an amazing bagpiper. So you get to enjoy the performance. But you also get to check out the the progress of his amazing moustache. <laughs> I've been fascinated with this. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems to be every day. The moustache gets bigger and it's bigger and it's bigger again. It's really fascinating. So there you are. Shout out to Kyle. If you aren't watching him on uh, YouTube, you really are missing the trick. Definitely. We've been sharing it out on the Rab Show Facebook page every day. So it's, yeah, fantastic to follow along. Some blistering tunes as well. And he's only just started. This is the 4th of November and there's been four tunes played. And they're all crackers. So well done, Kyle. That's brilliant. All right. One thing came to my attention. A listener of the Big Rab Show team, well, a listener of, of the Big Rab Show messaged the team to say, here, lads, it's hard to believe that Big Rab Show Live was two years ago. And uh, I had to draw a breath and thought, no, that's not two years ago. And I look back, the first time we ever did a live show was for episode 100, when we done it in the Terrace Hotel in Marafelt here in Northern Ireland. Episode 100 was a huge milestone and we marked it with our first ever live event. And it's hard to believe that it was two years ago. Now, I've went back and listened to that episode again. Man, what a good time that was. What a show and uh, I still have very vivid memories from it. We raised a ton of money for a bagpiping charity as well. And a lot of kids benefited from that money. You know, a lot of practice chanters, drum pads and such were all paid for. It was brilliant to see. And uh, yeah, what an incredible event. Now, a lot of people have actually been asking about episode 200. Were we going to throw a live event for it? And well, to answer your questions, yes, we were going to be throwing another Big Rab Show live. However... Thank you, global pandemic. That knocked that on the head entirely. So we couldn't have a live event to celebrate episode 200 this year. But there were plans in the works to have one this year. And we did have kind of a bit of a lineup all lined up and stuff. And we had a venue kind of semi-booked and picked out. Episode 200 was going to be all sorts of epic. But I don't want to disappoint you because... Yeah, episode 200 is going to be really quite fascinating and interesting to listen to because, um, yeah, just, just trust me, it's going to be quite an entertaining look back over 200 episodes of the Rab Show podcast. It's going to be well worth listening to. So, I'm going to throw the gauntlet out there to you guys. We really want you folks out there listening right now. Yes, you listening to the podcast right now we want you guys to be a part of it we want you to be in episode 200 and i've said this maybe a hundred times now but you are now forewarned you have until friday the 6th of november to get your submissions into us and be a part of the show now we're talking about videos uh selfies uh audio clips everything that you want to submit to ourselves has to be with us by the 6th of November. Otherwise, it will not make episode 200. So you've been told. So if you were planning on sitting on the fence thinking, ah, I might send in a little voicemail to say well done to the guys or whatever, now's your chance. Get your voicemails, get your emails into us. Episode 200 is on its way, but your submissions need to be with us by Friday the 6th of November. And then, yeah, we can bring them to episode 200. So you've been told, you've been told. 
get all of your comments, your emails, your questions. Get them all submitted to us by Friday the 6th of November. And then strap yourselves in for episode 200. And I honestly don't want to sound too sappy or too melancholy. But, you know, whenever we hit episode 200 and we threw that big live event, it was like we've just reached the top of the mountain. And thought, this can't get any better than this. And then along came the opportunity for Pipe and Live. And we thought it couldn't get any better than that. And then here we are now, 200 episodes in, and we're thinking, how the heck does it get any better than this? <laughs> 200 episodes in, it's absolute insanity. And honestly, guys, it's through your continued support over there on Patreon and you guys tuning in each and every week. That really does mean the world to us. Uh, not just to myself, but to everyone on the Rab Show team. There's a pile of us working there in the back room. You guys are why we do this. And yeah, it's through all of your continued support. And you're constantly listening every week. That we know that we have an audience there to entertain and inform. And keep updated and connected, I suppose. And that's exactly why we're here. So we're hoping that you can be a part of episode 200. And you can send in your emails, your comments, your voicemails, videos, whatever... Get them all into us by the 6th of November. There you are. Be a part of episode 200. Okay. A little bit of interesting news actually dropped just yesterday. Now, we did mention about the retirement of Ian Burroughs, who was the project development manager with the Royal Scottish Pipe Band Association Northern Ireland branch. Which is a bit of a mouthful. But yes, Ian has stepped down. He has retired from the role. Now, as a result, that leaves... A bit of a gap there. And, as imagined, the RSPBA Northern Ireland branch have now advertised the position. Yeah, now I'm going to read you the advertisement because it's really cleverly worded, I have to say. Whoever put this out on social media is an absolute genius and deserves a a Nobel Prize for writing. Um, So, RSPBA and I currently have a vacancy for a project manager. This post will be offered on a fixed-term contract for 12 months, which may be extended depending on available funding. The job description and personal specification for project management role can be obtained from secretary at rspbni.org. To apply, forward your CV, demonstrating how you meet the criteria by 3pm on Monday the 16th of November. Yes, by mail, and then they give you a postal address. So... This is interesting from many different counts. Number one, they didn't make the job description public. That in itself is fascinating because I don't know about you guys, but I really didn't know what Ian Burroughs' job description was. I didn't know, you know, if he his job was to organize contests, was his job to develop the piping and drumming school, was his job to you know, promote and, you know, advertise competitions and, you know, show this amazing piping culture to the world. And I don't, this is it, like a development manager or a project manager, as they've called it here. You could be managing any project. A project could be bringing Portaloos to Portrush, or it could be booking a chip van for Cookstown. Who knows what the project manager actually manages? But they're keeping the job description and the personal specification behind lock and key. And you have to contact the secretary of RSPBA Northern Ireland to actually get a copy of it. Now, we think that this is quite a sly move because RSPBA Northern Ireland branch want to see who's interested in the role. 
Hmm, because obviously they're going to be recruiting someone from the piping scene who will hopefully know their onions and know quite a lot about the piping scene in Northern Ireland. And um, yeah, they're just interested to see who would be uh, applying for such a role. I'm not saying that the person will be cherry-picked, but certainly the piping community is a small community here. And everyone knows everyone in Northern Ireland in the piping scene. So if certain people stick their head above the parapet and say, hey, I think I could do that job... Do you think that they'll be very quickly chopped down and say, no, no chance? (laughs) I don't know. It's a very interesting development, but the very fact that the job description, the wages and everything hasn't been made public is incredibly interesting. Yeah, so one of which ourselves in the Big Rab Show will be following with interest. Once we have an announcement of a person actually being appointed to this role, yeah, we'll be following this story. But I do think that this is a certain post that is a paid post, you know, you're a paid employee by the RSPBA Northern Iron branch. Um, but yet a lot of the details of the actual job is kept secret from the membership. So that in itself, very interesting. Hmm. Now, if you are listening right now and you do think to yourself, oh, I could do that job, then go along to RSPBA Northern Ireland's website where they do have all of their details your email addresses and postal addresses where you have to contact them to get those specifications and see if you're eligible to apply. Hmm. There you go. Now, it's been suggested that myself should apply. Um, uh, no thanks. No, I'm grand. Uh, yeah, I'm quite happy being a podcaster and radio guy talking about piping and drumming. Uh, pfft, yeah, I don't think I would really want a job. <laughs> organizing competitions and the rest i think it could be quite a difficult job i think it took a certain amount of person personality and uh, you know a certain person with organizational skills that i just don't have unfortunately i'm quite a disorganized person there you are anyway moving on to our next news story uh shout out to st andrews college by the way from new zealand yeah they threw a huge concert Uh, which was attended by loads of people. Now, as you guys know, in New Zealand, the global pandemic pretty much seems to be over at this stage, and they're actually starting to hold a lot of competitions, especially from the solo piping scene. But this is like one of the big first band concerts that we've seen being held indoors. We did see one not too long ago by Brisbane Boys College, and that was held outdoors and filmed for television. This one was held indoors in a big auditorium with a full audience, and... Yeah, it seemed to be absolutely brilliant. So this was held in Christchurch Town Hall. And yeah, students from years 2 to 13 performed on stage and played a variety of big usual pipe band medleys along with the Highland Fling, the Sky Boat Song, drum fanfares, bagpiping salutes and various different accoutrements. There you go. There's a word for you. Uh, But yeah, feedback from all the patrons said it was absolutely fantastic, not only for the performers, but for the venue and the atmosphere and that itself. And there was tons of photographs in that as well that was uploaded on the St. Andrews College website and their social media. The only thing I would say is a bit of a drawback. There was absolutely no video clips or audio from this, and it would have been brilliant to be able to hear or see a little clip from it. But unfortunately, there is note. But if there is anything and we do manage to find it, then rest assured, ourselves and the Big Rab Show team, we will be sharing that out. Yeah. Alright, now I know this week's topic of the week is the Big Rab Show Awards, but there is another 
little-known awards ceremony that will be happening very soon. Of course, it's the Scots Trad Music Awards 2020. And, uh, yeah, I'm not going to sit and run through the list of all the nominees and stuff, but uh, there are a few, more than a few, that really drew my attention and definitely worth your consideration for voting. Now, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, but um, <clears throat> go and check it out. <laughs> Just type it into your search engine. Uh, BBC Alba Scots Trad Music Awards 2020 and you'll have all of your uh, links and stuff up there where you can go and place your votes. It's up for public vote at the moment and voting actually runs all the way through to Sunday the 15th of November. Now there's loads of different categories in there. Uh, Obviously the the categories have kind of changed something similar to our own Rab Show Awards where you don't have like best venue or best live event stuff like that it has kind of slightly changed um, but definitely going to be worth your attention because uh, there's a lot of incredible piping talent in there that's being represented so definitely consider going over there Scott's Trad Music Awards 2020 and casting your vote I have to give a special mention I know I said I wasn't going to do this but I'll give a special mention to Ross Miller go on Ross Miller who has been nominated for Trad Album of the Year. Oh, yeah, The Rook. Uh, Ross Miller's first debut album is nominated for a Trad Award. Wow, I have to say. So congratulations to Ross. Actually, receiving a nomination is as good as a win, honestly. Uh, But yeah, for bagpiping folk, there's no better album on there. Uh, Well, I don't know. I disagree. There's tons of great albums on there, but there you go. I didn't want to crow and say, oh, go and vote for everyone. But there you go. Shout out to Ross Miller. Congratulations on your nomination. So go along. BBC Alba, Scots Tribe Music Awards 2020. And go and cast your vote. All right. Now, I have to give a little, very quick plug to Callum Beaumont. Go on, Callum. Callum is a bit of a piping legend, as you guys know. And he is currently offering online lessons now if you are interested in learning with one of the masters of the great Highland bagpipe then go no further than Callum Beaumont who's offering online tuition right now there's very limited spots available so if you do want to go and check it out go and have a look at Callum Beaumont piping on social media and book your spot now that's all I wanted to say on that all right now, I did mention in last week's podcast about the Scottish Pipers Association holding their online juvenile solo competition. Well, entries are going to be closing on the 26th of November. Now, I don't think I mentioned that in last week's pod. Uh, but, yeah, just to keep you guys updated, you have to get your entries in for the Scottish Pipers Association online juvenile solos by the 26th of November. And it closes at noon here in the UK. So there you are, scottishpipersassociation.co.uk for all of your entry requirements and all the rest. But uh, yeah, dates close 26th of November and that's when you have to get your entries in. All right, now we we're talking about new music and everything earlier. And I have to give a mention to Lincoln Hilton, of course, of Modern Piping. Lincoln, um, he uploaded a tune called Solace. And it's one that would absolutely melt your face. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Just when you think Lincoln Hilton just can't play any faster, he uploads something else where his fingers are just a blur. I don't even think his fingers hit the chander at any stage. It's just... That's amazing. Now, reading the whole post here, I'll read verbatim because it's incredible. He said he woke up this morning to a low-key Halloween, so I decided to write a tune. Just finished editing it at 1am. Hope you all had a great Halloween. I'm off to bed. What? Now, this thing was filmed edited, uploaded, all within a day. 
Wow. That in itself is incredible. But yeah, the sheet music for this tune will actually be released on volume 22 of Modern Piping. So if you're a Modern Piping fan, then go and check that out. But yeah, do yourself a favour. Go and check out Lincoln Hilton's brand new tune, Solace. It's insane. It's insane. And I'm a drummer who's kind of trying to learn how to pipe at the minute. But how this dude can play that fast, man, I have no idea. It's insane. It really is. Also, he put a huge big warning at the start of it. He said, warning, do not watch if you are a traditionalist piper. And Yeah, he's very accurate. It's a very modern tune, I have to say. So go check it out. Do yourself a favor and you can draw your own conclusions. It is a blistering track, I'll tell you that. All right. I have to give a mention this week to Roddy McLeod. Now, why am I giving Roddy a shout? Well, he's launched something really quite exciting. He's launched a whole new, extensive new line of Great Highland Bagpipes, comprising of more than 30 different models. Now, that is not a small amount of pipes, by the way. It's it's called the uh, Hybridian range of instruments, and this is going to be under McLeod's RJM brand. And, of course, they're made by David Nile & Co., now, McLeod previously worked in his RJM line of pipe chanters, of course, with David Nile & Co. But now he's producing over 30 different models of bagpipe. And this, whew, I have to say, is incredible. Now, looking at the statement, he says, The pipes have been several years in planning. And in fact, the discussion started at the time when he was developing the chanters, first of all, with David Nile. Now, McLeod himself said that the pipe, the bagpipe is aesthetically pretty much the same as the 1907 lorries that he currently plays. Now, I haven't been able to actually see any photographs of these brand new pipes and stuff from David Nile and co. But, yeah, I'll be dead keen to get a look at these. Because, as we know, the 1907 lorries that he plays, they're amazing. Absolutely amazing. And they look beautiful, too. So, yeah, the original lorry bagpipes from back in the day, back in the early 1900s, Beautiful, beautiful bagpipes. So if these brand new Hebridean range of instruments or anything similar to that, could be well worth picking up. And uh, yeah, there's no word on price range or anything like that yet. Uh, But yeah, I will be following this story with interest. So the RJM line of bagpipes from David Nile & Co. You're going to have 30 different models to choose from in their brand new Hebridean range developed by Roddy McLeod. That's a very exciting development and one of which... I dare say a lot of pipers at the top end of the piping scene, I dare say, will be getting involved in this. We do see other bagpipers doing something similar. We know Callum Beaumont is currently, uh, he's one of the featured artists of R.G. Hardy. Uh, I think Stuart Little has his own set of pipes as well. Yeah, this is something I dare say we'll be seeing more of in the future. Uh, But 30 different models... That's a huge range. So, yeah, definitely going to be worth checking out. Now, if we do have more information on that, of course, we will be bringing it to you right here on the Rab Show podcast where you can go and check that out. All right. Okay, I have to give a mention to Gareth Waddle. Go on, Gareth, you legend. Yeah, and a shout-out to Murda and Peel Pipe Bands who were in action this past weekend opening a brand-new venue called the Pipers Inn in Rockingham. Yes. Now, the reason why I'm giving them a shout is because... Yeah, they were there playing an outdoor gig and it's just brilliant to see bands gathering together and playing again. Now, of course, bands playing gigs 
are no uncommon thing, I suppose. Uh, but especially since March, gigs like this have not been happening. So it's just really encouraging to see the guys at Murder and Peel Pipe Band being involved in an outdoor gig, opening a venue, playing Scotland the Brave and a few old tunes like that, and just having a laugh and drinking a few beers and being pipe band mates again. It's brilliant to see, very encouraging. So just wanted to give you a shout there, guys. Awesome stuff. Well done. All right, I can't believe I've got to this stage in the podcast and I haven't yet mentioned it, the Glenfiddich. Oh my God! Did you guys watch the Glenfiddich? I have to admit, I watched it twice. (laughs) I watched it twice because you paid for your ticket. You were able to watch it live on the day, right? Which was awesome. 10 a.m., Tuned in, watching it on my laptop. I have to admit, I had to take a few breaks in between because uh, some of it was a bit relentless. And also, my wife had a go at me. She said, God's sake, you've been sitting watching that all day for like six hours. Can you come and do something with the kids? So I ended up having to go back and watch it on replay again, uh, which was absolutely awesome. I have to say a huge congratulations to Stuart Little, who was the overall champion. So well deserved. It, oh, my word. I'm so stoked for Stuart and his acceptance speech as well would draw tears from a stone. It was incredible. So well done to Stuart. Honestly, uh, some fantastic music was played. I have to give a special mention to Jack Lee, who was the winner of the Peabrook as well. He played the lament for Colin Roy McKenzie. Ooh, wow. Simply ridiculous. Well done, Jack Lee. And also to Willie McCallum as well, who won the MSR event. And that was another stellar performance. Wow. And I have to say, the entire event as event as well as the, of the Glymphitic was just second to none. The coverage was brilliant. The camera angles, the audio and video quality was impeccable. It was absolutely impeccable. Now, I, I do know people were having some issues with buffering and different things. But that was because they were trying to squeeze out a 1080p signal, full high definition, and some people's machines weren't able to cope with it and did result in some stuttering. But if you did kind of wind it back from 1080p to 720, then that did really help. But as far as my machine was concerned, I was quite okay. I didn't experience any problems. It was just faultless from start to end. John Wilson was the compare on the day. And his wealth of knowledge about every performer, every tune that was played... Man, was just I was glued from start to finish. Peabrook is something that I don't fully understand. I do have an appreciation for it, and I have been trying to get into Peabrook music over this last number of years and get a total understanding of it. But obviously, hearing the masters at work and how they make it look so effortless—it's just amazing. And now that I'm actually learning how to pipe it too, I can really get an appreciation for what these guys are doing. And uh, yeah, still can't get my head around that Peabrook High G. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but honestly, it was such an incredible event. And one thing that I would kind of, yeah, I would gripe about, if anything, was that it was a little weird because there was no crowd there. I'm so used to watching it in previous years that after every performance on the Piper puts the pipes down, you get a huge roar from the crowd. The crowd in the venue add so much atmosphere and life to it. You know, they're clapping and they're some even stand and they're like, woo, they're giving it all this, you know. A huge roar sometimes goes up after some performances. But this year, as soon as the Piper finished, all you heard was 
clunk, clunk, clunk of their brogues going across the stage, walking off. It was very weird. You could hear a pin drop, you know. You heard the guy come running in to change the sign for the next player, and then came John Wilson, he was talking a little bit. And you could hear people talking in the background, saying, Are you ready, Stuart? You all right there now? You ready, Stuart? You okay? Right. Aye, we'll be going in a wee month. All right, Stuart. No bar, no bar. Uh, very weird. You could hear this all happening in the background. Very strange. But I have to take my hat off to them. The organisers uh, were absolutely... Uh, the thing ran like clockwork. Nobody was late. And, um, yeah, everyone was kept completely socially distant. You know, folks were wearing masks and stuff. The judges were all well-spaced out. Like, nobody was on top of each other. The thing ran like clockwork and kept everyone safe. And if anything, it's encouraging to know... That even in the midst of a huge global pandemic like this, and we did think that events like the Glymphitic could never happen, it's encouraging to see that events like this can, you know? And we even had some international players like Jack Lee and Bruce Gandy who flew in. Now, they'd, granted, they did have to kind of quarantine themselves for two weeks before they could even hit the stage, uh, but they did it, you know? And that's some dedication right there, you know? Essentially, they're dedicating a whole month of their life for one competition, you know, two weeks in Scotland, you perform that weekend, then you fly home, and then you have to quarantine for a further two weeks. Yikes. So, yeah, quite a lot of quarantining going on. But, yeah, some incredible music played at this event. And I have to say, I take my hat off to the guys at the Piping Centre for providing this event. And I did say online, I think the maximum viewership at one stage, watching it live, there was about 800-odd people watching it live, but I do think that the replay figures on that were through the roof. You're talking, you're in your thousands and thousands and thousands of replays. So, well done. And if anything, we do hope that all of those viewers who tuned in managed to give a slight donation as well. You know, obviously you paid your ticket 15 quid, but, you know, this is an event that has made a huge financial loss by not opening the doors to punters and keeping the doors closed, and bringing it specifically to online audience. And, uh, yeah, they did have a donation button, so, yeah. If you could afford it, and you would like to, it was there. And, yeah, it was just brilliant to see this event happening. Uh, It's just absolutely incredible. So there you go. As for watching it on replay, I'm not sure that feature is there anymore. I did try and access the website, and... Uh, The link and everything is no longer there. You can't access it. So as to what they're going to do with the video footage of that event, I don't know. But what I would suggest to them, if anyone from the Piping Centre is watching, you should release that thing. Release it as either a DVD or an online video or something for download, available for purchase. And I guarantee you guys that thing will sell like hot potatoes. And I know myself, I would love to watch it again. I know I've already watched it twice but um, I really want to catch Angus McCall's Peabrook performance. And also, I actually managed to miss Roddy McLeod's um, MSR performance. And he actually finished finished up third. So that was something I was really gutted about, actually, that I missed Roddy's uh, performance. So, you know, there's performances and things that I would want to go back and watch again. Ah, what an event, man. What an event. And to everyone who was tuned in along with me at the time... Thank you all guys for you know for joining in the crack as I was asking tons of questions and stuff. So to everyone I managed to bother with that, thank you. Alright. 
Moving on, we have another little news story. This past week, the Kilty Connections Festival made a special announcement about its future. Yes, in 2021, as we hope that the doors would open in January for the Kilty Connections Festival, well, we have been told that they will not be opening. Instead, they're bringing their their festival online in a brand new digital format. Which would be all sorts of interesting. Yeah, this is going to be broadcast every night online from Friday the 15th of January through Tuesday the 2nd of February. Now this is interesting especially for bagpiping fans because Celtic Connections is always a huge festival involving a lot of Celtic and folk musicians from the piping scene. But also it has a standalone pipe band concert every year we do know Inverary has been involved Boghall, Fife Police there's been a lot of different bands involved in Celtic Connections throughout the years and we do hope that in 2021 we will see some pipe band action at Celtic Connections for their digital format now as far as the lineup and everything and their full programme of events, that hasn't been announced yet. We do hope that that'll be announced in early December because that's normally when they do it. Uh, but yeah, it's a very interesting development and hopefully it would be awesome for us to be able to sit at home and tune in and catch Celtic Connections from the comfort of our own home. Being socially distant and all of that sort of stuff and safe and well at home, but able to catch some blistering performances from the guys at the piping scene. I'm really excited for this. So shout out to Celtic Connections for keeping things going be it in the digital world uh, but it's still brilliant to see that this festival is still going um, you know regardless of pandemic so like I've just said there about the glymphatic we've proved that we can do it so Celtic Connections are going to do just the same and if anything this kind of throws the gauntlet out there for pipe band associations at the moment who we do know are in the throes of various different AGMs and branch meetings and different things and we are waiting on the RSPBA headquarters AGM which should hopefully happen around the end of the month and we'll be talking more about that I'm sure in future podcasts but uh the branch meetings have to happen first, and we'll talk more about that in future episodes. Hmm, there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, but yes, this is something that we do hope that our associations are looking at at the moment, how these festivals and huge piping events are still managing to keep the wheels turning, be it online or in a digital format. You know, it's a lot of food for thought, how these things can be done safely, but still manage to bring some blister in performances. Awesome stuff. All right. I have to give a mention before we get into this week's topic to Davy Hunter. Go on, Davy! You absolute legend. Now, I have mentioned this before on loads of previous podcasts, but Davy, this weekend, in fact, Saturday, the 7th of November, Davy is launching his brand new book, Now It's My Turn. Now, ourselves here in the Rab Show, he's actually managed to send us out a copy. And not just a regular copy either. He sent us a signed version as well, which was really cool. He said, Rab, thanks for the support. Signed, Davy. Awesome stuff. Now, I have the book here. See, I'm doing like visual jokes on the radio. There's a foreword on here from Fred Morrison. The legend! And yeah, this yeah, this book, I have to say, is packed full of incredible tunes. I haven't had much of a chance to dig through some of the actual, you know, the nitty-gritty of it. But there's 36 tunes in total. Some incredible titles on here, I have to say. <laughs> Huggies Holidays, The Downtown Party Bus, uh, Crossing of the Parmata River. Don't know what that is. And Karen McAleese of Balamoney. I, th- I think I know who Karen is. But yeah, some incredible looking tunes in here, as well as some sweets as well. So um, yeah, a p- 
packed full of great music and I'm all sorts of excited because as part of the book launch there will be an online video concert to celebrate the launch and uh, a lot of incredible musicians going to be involved in this including yours truly, myself. So uh, yeah, go and check that out. Dave Hunter's uh, brand new book. Davey Hunter's brand new book. Now it's my turn. And uh, yeah, go and check out the launch that's going to be happening over social media over the weekend. And uh, yeah, pick yourself up a copy as well. Go and check out his website and pick up one. Because um, yeah, tons of great new music in there from Davey. So awesome stuff. I'm going to be really looking forward to that this weekend. That's for sure. That's what I have on my agenda this weekend. Anyway, so folks, at this point in the show, I have to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. The British Drum Company is a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits. And it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBA. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade, made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none, contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you. With a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. McClellan Bagpipes from North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Euston, Scotland. They adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making, using the finest materials, employing bespoke design and committing to constant innovation and evolution. Including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McClellan Bagpipes Born in Scotland, made in the USA. Hello, this is Scott Wood, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Uh, yes, indeed. It's topic of the week time. And, uh, yeah, let's just say, last night on Fuse FM Balamoney, when we announced the winners of The Big Rab Show Awards, it was one of those shows that you don't forget in a hurry. 
It was absolutely epic. The amount of messages and things that were flying in from people from around the world who were tuned in and listening intently to find out who was going to win best beard or best band performance or best social media. It seemed to be truly international. And again, I have to say a huge thank you to everyone who was involved in this, uh, you know, who voted, who was nominated, and who tuned in live last night to Fuse. It was an incredible show. So on this week's podcast, actually, I'm going to play you clips from the Fuse FM radio show and how the announcement actually happened live because I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a flavour of how it actually went down on air. Uh, For those of you who haven't listened to our Fuse show, by the way, you're missing a trick. All you have to do is tune in at 7pm UK time every Tuesday. We broadcast two hours live every week and you can listen to it through our website. Now, if you're not living in the Balamoney area in Northern Ireland, you're not going to get it on your actual radio, but you can listen to it via either the TuneIn Radio app, which is totally free. Just search for Fuse FM Balamoney, or you can, like I said, tune in through our website, thebigrabshow.com, and then there's a, a tab on there saying Listen Live. And yeah, there you go. It doesn't work on Chrome, though it has to be, what do you call it? It's the Microsoft version, the Microsoft Edge, I think, or something. Or you can download the TuneIn app. That's that's dead simple. It's totally free. And yeah, you can listen to the Rab Show live as it happens. So yeah, this past week, just last night on Fuse, we announced our winners of the Big Rab Show Awards. And yeah, this week will be a little bit of a clip show, giving you guys how the announcements actually happened live on air it was something special so without further ado in case you don't already know who our winners are yeah here are the the big rap show awards 2020 yes indeed welcome this is the big rap show here on fuse fm bottle money and that was a dose of rora and weary days now that's been heavily requested and yes you guys have been requesting a lot of different tunes and things by a lot of different trad bands, and we will try and squeeze them into each episode. So thank you, everyone. We will try and play your music as it comes through. Uh, but, you know, we only have two hours here on Fuse every week, so we could be sitting here for another four or five hours trying to play nothing but requests. But uh, we'll do what we can to get through it. We do have a limited space of time. Hmm. All right, so there you go. Right, time to get into it, folks, believe it or not. Yes, at this stage of the show, we have yet to announce any of our winners. So if you're only just tuning in, don't worry. You haven't missed anything. We haven't really started the Big Rab Show Awards until now. Ladies and gentlemen, 2020 has been an absolutely terrible year in the bagpiping world. I think it would be fair to say that. But ourselves here in the Big Rab Show team did not want to leave it without having a Big Rab Show Awards. Pandemic edition. All new categories, all new nominees. And uh, yeah, this year has been awful, but we want to celebrate it because us in the piping world have gathered together and produced some amazing music, tunes, all sorts of amazing things. And yeah, we think it's possibly the right time to hold another Big Rab Show Awards. So, without further ado, let's open the door for the 2020 Big Rab Show Awards! Hello folks and welcome to the 2020 Big Rab Show Awards. The pandemic edition. 2020 has been a rubbish old year. So this year's awards are just a wee bit different. 
So let's find out who's won what. Ah, yes indeed. You guys have been voting uh, like crazy this last while. We've noticed a big, a massive flurry of votes, of anything, this last week or so, I suppose, uh, just before voting closed there on the 30th of October. So, yeah, thank you again to everyone who placed votes, and again, a massive thank you to all of our respective nominees. We do know that a lot of nominees in the categories all ran various campaigns and stuff to get their friends, their family, their dog, their budgie to go and vote for them. (laughs) So... Absolutely outstanding. That's what the award, the awards are about. They're all about the piping folk and getting the audience engaged, I suppose. So, all right, Rab, that's it. We have introduced the awards. Time to get into our very first category. Yes, our first category is Best Online Band Performance. The Big Rab Award for the Best Online Band Performance goes to... As the votes are in, they've been counted, and our winner is the Keith Highlanders. <laughs> yeah, fantastic result. Well done to the Keith Highlanders. And if anything, what an incredible performance that is. And if anything, ourselves and the Rab Show, no doubt, will share that back out again on our social media because it was a cracking performance. Beating other bands such as Tully Lagan, I have to mention, Drums and Roses, and St. Lawrence Atul, which is huge. So well done to the Keith Highlanders. You guys are a very proud Big Rab Show award winner. Yeah. All right, let's play some more tunes, I reckon, and then we'll get on to the next category. Now, that wasn't a bad tune, and there's plenty more where that came from on the Big Rab Show. Live here on Fuse FM. Hello there. Yes, welcome back. This is the Big Rab Show here on Fuse FM. And you join us at the Big Rab Show Awards 2020 Pandemic Edition. And we've just announced our first winner, which is Best Online Band Performance, which was won by the Keith Highlanders. Absolutely awesome stuff. Congratulations, guys. Well deserved. But, uh, yeah, we've got a load more categories to get through and all of that. So I do know that a lot of people always have questions about the Big Rab Show Awards and just how do they run. Well, uh, they're run through you guys. You guys have been voting online in your droves, I have to say, with really about 2,000 plus votes on this uh, from around the bagpiping world. And you guys have been voting for your favourite in every category. So, um it's not us here in the team, the Rab Show team. We don't pick the winners. You guys pick the winners. Yeah. So, Big Rab Show Awards time. Let's get on to our next category, shall we? Which is uh, Best Online Solo Competition. The Big Rab Show Award for the Best Online Solo Competition goes to... Yes, indeed. The votes have been counted. And the winner of Best Online Solo Competition is... Shots and Dykehead, Caledonia, for their online solos. Awesome stuff. Well done to Shots and Dykehead. Congratulations, guys. Um, If anything, they were up against some stiff competition as well. You know, the world online solos. Cooper Angus was there as well. Guys, so many incredible nominees in that category, but well done to our eventual winner, Shots and Dykehead, for their incredible online solo competition. Well done to Shots. Yeah. Okay, so there we go. We have crowned two Big Rab Show Award winners. But I think at this stage, 
seeing how Shots managed to win for best online solo competition, I think at this stage we should play some Shots and Dikehead, shouldn't we? <laughs> Hi, I'm William, the voiceover guy. Big Rob doesn't he pay me for this, you know. But he's not a bad spud, really. Hello there. Yes, welcome to the Big Rab Show here on Fuse FM Balamoney. And yes, you're joining us for the 2020 Big Rab Show Awards. Yes, we've crowned two winners so far and we're about to get into our next category. Yeah, so shout out to all of those people, by the way. Um, I have mentioned quite a few through the week who were running online campaigns. There was a lot of it going on. A lot of people were making YouTube videos, social media posts and things asking folks to go and vote for them. And, uh, yeah, we noticed quite a flurry of votes over this last week, if anything, for people putting votes in. So I don't know if that's a result of campaigns and that, but it certainly seemed to help. But, yeah, there we go. All right, let's move on to our next category, shall we? The Big Rab Show Award for Best New Book or Music Collection goes to... And the winner is Eat, Sleep, Pipe, Repeat by Kyle Warren. <laughs> Woo! Well done, Kyle Warren. Congratulations. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Pipe, Repeat. We've spoke about his uh, book and everything and how it was all put together on the podcast before. It is an incredible collection of tunes. It's simply brilliant. So well done to Kyle Warren. Well deserved. Um, I have to say there was other notable uh, nominees in there as well. We had the Blue Book of Contemporary Bagpipe Music. That was a cracker. We also had Sean Maloney's book was in there as well. You know, a lot of great uh, publications in there. Definitely worth a nomination. So quite a cool uh, winner there, I think. Eat, Sleep, Pipe, Repeat by Kyle Warren. Congratulations, Big Rab Show Award winner. There you are. Pat yourself on the back, Kyle. Excellent stuff. Right, let's move on. We've got tons more tunes that we need to get played tonight as well as announcing all of our Rab Show Award winners. Uh, So, yeah, what about this from Braybrach? Well, this here's Clovis, and uh, I'd be mighty obliged if you give a listen to Big Rab on a Big Rab Show on Fuse FM. Some real decent tunes tonight. (laughs) Yes, welcome. This is the Big Rab Show here, live across the tune and around the world. We are going through our Big Rab Show awards currently. Yes, you guys have been voting now for weeks, and tonight we are announcing the eventual winners. The champions of the Big Rab Show awards, as chosen by you guys, the piping fans. And that's exactly why we're here there you go. Now, we've just crowned uh, the champion of Best New Music and Book Collection, which was Eat, Sleep, Pipe, Repeat by Kyle Warren. The best online solo competition was Shots. Yeah, Shots and Dykehead Caledonia for their online solos. And the best online band performance went to Keith Highlanders. So there you are. So if you're just tuning in, that's what you've just missed. But um, yes, let's get on to our next category, actually, which is Best New Product or Innovation. This is a brand new category uh, brought to the awards this year because we do think 2020 has been quite a year for new products. A lot of guys there in the piping world have been really inventive, trying to solve various different problems. There's been a lot of new products, new things brought to market to tempt us all to head online and purchase all sorts of craziness. So, But yeah, 
we had some incredible nominees in this category. Let's do it. Let's find out who our Big Rab Show Award winner is. The Big Rab Show Award for the best new product or innovation goes to... And the winner is Robbie McIsaac and the Flux Blowpipe. Now, this thing has been winning awards all over the place. Now, I'm talking about proper engineering awards and things, and young entrepreneur awards. And here it is. It's winning a Big Rab Show award, as voted for by you guys. Honestly, it's an ingenious product. We've talked to Robbie about it on the podcast before. If you want, you can check out that interview where we chat to Robbie all about the Flux Blowpipe. It's an incredibly revolutionary idea, I think, in the world of bagpiping. And here it is. Deserved winner. But I have to say congratulations to all of the other nominees in this category as well. This does not discount your product. You know, if you receive the nomination at all, that's a huge pat on the back as well. So there you go. Well done. Okay. Big Rap Show Award winner goes to Robbie McIsaac. Well done, sir. All right. Let's fly on. Now, seeing as Robbie McIsaac is a bagpiper, of course... And he plays for a little-known band known as Scottish Power. Yes. So, at this point in the show, we have to play them, don't we? Here's some Scottish Power. Fantastic stuff. Scottish power there. Uh, yeah, if anything, I love a bit of Scottish power, especially some of their medley performances. Outstanding. I love Scottish power. Anyway, yeah, so we were playing a bit of Scottish power there because our Big Rab Show Award winner for Best New Product or Innovation went to the Flux Blowpipe, invented by bagpiper Robbie McIsaac, who is a, a bagpiper with Scottish power. There you go. Okay, folks, well, welcome. This is the Big Rab Show. In case you're only just tuning in, then um, where have you been? Uh, We're currently going through the Big Rab Show Awards 2020. Yes, the pandemic edition, which has all sorts of different categories, new things. And if anything, it's kind of sad in a way because we aren't able to have awards such as Best Band Performance, uh, Best Tenor Flourishing, Coolest Drums, Uh, best venue there's a lot of different categories that we weren't able to do this year because we didn't have a piping season so yeah we thought we would still have an awards though and have a bit of crack and introduce a load of new uh categories and you guys actually really seem to enjoy them and love them so there we go votes have been pouring in um tonight we are crowning our champions now this next category i have to argue is possibly one of the hardest fought categories each and every year it is the most popular category that everyone loves to vote for and obviously it has proper bragging rights of course i'm talking about best beard the big rap show award for best beard 2020 Yeah, let's find out who has won Best Beard. The Big Rab Show Award for the Best Beard goes to... And the winner of Best Beard goes to Andrew Fusco. (laughs) (laughs) And 
Tony Fusco, after years and years of nominations, has finally lifted the trophy. I can't believe it. Congratulations to Andrew. Now, he was in there, up against, I don't know how many, a four or five time champion, Gus Sickard from Inverary, uh, who's lifted it. I don't know how many times now has Gus lifted that. Uh, This year, Gus obviously was the heads-on favourite to win Best Beard again. But here it is, Andy Fusco, Beard of the Year, baby! Woo! Now, for those of you who don't know who Andy Fusco is, he's a bagpiper, of course, with the uh, Las Vegas Pipe Band, but he's also a podcaster on the Chanter Rant podcast. There you are. You can Google that at your own risk, I suppose. But there you go. Shout out to Andy. I dare say you're going to be cracking a beer uh, and celebrating and uh, hopefully looking after that amazing face of fuzz you have there, Andy. (laughs) Congratulations, Andy Fusco, Beard of the Year. Now, we've still got uh, loads more categories to get through, actually. We have Most Emotional Moment, which is next. We have Best Social Media, and we have the Legend Award as well. So tons more to get through. Get your messages into us, folks. 07936-007-888. Or the best way to get a hold of us tonight, of course, is through our Big Rab Show Facebook page. Send us in a message. What do you think of our winners so far? Thanks for tuning in to The Big Rab Show. And please don't forget, we're here every Tuesday night. But if you want to keep up to date with what's going on through the week, please remember to check out our Facebook page and our Twitter account. Yes, indeed. It's The Big Rab Show here on Fuse FM Battle Money, live across the tune and around the world. And I have to give a special shout, actually, to our international listeners. Hello, everyone who's tuning in around the world right now to catch our Big Rab Show award winner announcement. So, yeah, very exciting stuff. And we've just announced possibly one of the biggest awards that we give out every year, and that is Best Beard. And that kind of gives you the level of where our awards are at, doesn't it? Yeah, congratulations, Andy. Andy Fusco, Beard of the Year 2020. I'm sure that's not the last we'll hear of that, Andy. No doubt we'll be bragging about that now for years. There you go. (laughs) Congratulations. All right, now we need to move on to our next category, which is Most Emotional Moment. Now, 2020 has been quite a horrible year for bagpiping and drumming we've had cancellations we've had sad passings of people it's been honestly a terrible year that most people will want to forget uh, but we did feel that 2020 has been an emotional roller coaster and we did want to mark it with having its own category like we do every year um, but instead of the usual nominees like a certain band lifting the worlds or someone's acceptance speech or something like that yeah our nominees were yeah, awful. The cancellation of the Worlds, cancellation of Pipe and Live, the cancellation of the entire season, for example. Yeah, quite a horrible year. But let's find out who you guys voted for the most emotional moment for 2020. And the winner of the most emotional moment goes to... Of course, the winner has to be the cancellation of the entire season. Yes, there you go. That was our eventual winner in most emotional moment. Now, there was quite a wealth of moments for you guys to choose from, but that was the one that you chose. The entire season being cancelled. And we couldn't agree more. Yes, the entire season 
being yeah the plug pulled it's been absolutely awful so we have to agree most emotional moment of 2020 was the cancellation of the entire season thank you COVID-19 global pandemic Ah, wonderful. I would just like to get through one show where I don't actually mention it, you know. Sometime sometime in the future that will happen, but we will get there. Uh, Anyway, speaking of which, did you guys manage to catch last week's podcast where we spoke to a bit of a drumming legend? Yes, we had an interview with Reed Maxwell, lead tipper of Simon Fraser University. And he actually speaks about how the guys at SFU are coping at the moment with the COVID-19 pandemic and all the rest. And also how he sees the future of piping and drumming and whether SFU will actually be able to travel internationally and compete for another world championships. Uh, yeah, that makes for a very interesting listen. So if you guys want to check that out, Big Rab Show Podcast, episode 198 is up there now. You can get it on Podbean, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, all those places you can get podcasts. Just type it in, The Big Rab Show Podcast, and go and give that a listen. Honestly, it's a, a cracking interview with a bit of a legend. So I think at this stage I have to play some, don't I? Yeah, here's some Simon Fraser University. Simon Fraser University. You can't beat them sometimes, honestly. Uh, I know some people kind of just think to themselves that SFU are a concert band and not much of a competitive band. I would politely disagree. Uh, They are an amazing concert band, I have to say that. Some of their concert suites can just be epic, but also on the competitive fields, yeah, they can be really up there at times as well. So, yeah, I am a bit of an SFU fan. So, for those of you interested, we did interview their lead drummer, Reed Maxwell, and you can go and have a listen to that. Episode 198 of the Big Rab Show podcast. Yeah, download it and take it with you for free. All right, we are in the middle of the Big Rab Show Awards at the moment. And, uh, yes, we are nearly finished with another couple of categories to go, and then we're out the door But our next category, again, was severely hard fought. Now, this one, there was maybe, I don't know, a handful of votes in it, really, between first place and second place. So, yeah, I mean that whenever I say this one was hard fought. Of course, the next category is best social media. Yes, now we've had a lot of great nominees in there with Drums and Roses, Chandler Rant, Matt Willis. There's been a lot of great um, nominees in this category. And, uh... Yeah, who did you guys pick for your eventual winner of Best Social Media? The winner of the Best Social Media goes to... The winner is Matt Willis Bagpiper! Yeah, legends! Yes, Matt Willis wins Best Social Media for his YouTube channel. And if you haven't actually looked at it yet, you're missing a trick. Matt Willis Bagpiper on YouTube is an amazing channel where he does unboxings, he does instructional videos and stuff, and he does all sorts of incredible stuff with a really high production value. Go and check out Matt Willis on YouTube. You will not regret it because here he is, Big Rap Show Award winner 2020. Congratulations, Matt. Well done. And if anything, he was one of those guys who were running online active campaigns to get people to vote for him. So, hey, Matt, there you go. It worked for you, buddy. You are a Big Rab Show Award winner. (laughs) Well done. Congratulations. All right. Time to fly on. We've got tons more tunes to cram in before we get chased out the door here on the Big Rab Show on Fuse FM. 
Now that wasn't a bad tune, and there's plenty more where that came from on the Big Rab Show, live here on Fuse FM. Ah, yes indeed, welcome. This is the Big Rab Show here on Fuse FM Money, and we're just about finished. We're nearly out the door, but yes, this week we have been... Yeah, concentrating solely on the Big Rab Show Awards here on our Fuse FM Battle Money Show. But if you want to hear all of our opinions or talk and chat all about this week's Glenfiddich Championship and all of the outfall from that, then of course that will be on this week's podcast. So for those who tuned in for more Glenfiddich Peabrook action, that was last week unfortunately, but yeah, we'll bring all of that to this week's podcast. Yeah, what a cracking competition by the way. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started on Glenfiddich again. Yeah. We have one final category to get through for this year's 2020 Big Rab Show Awards. And of course, it is the one that we leaved at the end of every Big Rab Show Awards. It is the Big Rab Show Legend Award. Yes, now we have some huge nominees in this category that you guys have chosen uh, proper legends from throughout the bagpiping world, all well-deserved of a nomination. So... Who did you guys choose for your winner of the 2020 Big Rab Show Legend Award? And the Big Rab Show Legend Award goes to... And the winner is the late pipe major, Frank Andrews. Yes, congratulations... And, uh, yeah, it's kind of bittersweet, I suppose. This year, 2020, we lost a legend with the passing of Frank Andrews. So, yeah, seeing how you guys nominated and voted, you guys clearly, you know, you kind of, yeah, you understand that Frank Andrews is a legend and a deserved Big Rab Show award winner. There you are. So, guys, that's, that's hard to believe. That's it for another Big Rab Show awards. Well, folks, that's it for another Big Rab Show Awards. Congratulations to all our finalists and to our winners. Special thanks to all the folks for casting your votes and joining in the fun. And I, 2020, it's been an absolute shambles. But I think you'll all agree we've had some worthy winners in this lot. Roll on 2021 and let's hope she's a better one. Yes, indeed. We are closing the door on the Big Rab Show Awards 2020. No doubt we'll be talking more about it on next week's, or this week's podcast. Yeah. So don't forget, episode 199 is being uploaded tomorrow night. You will want to check that out. We'll talk more about Glenfiddich and more happenings and goings on in the piping world, of course, including our Big Rab Show Award winners. So let's fly on. Loads more tunes to play before we get booted out the door. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. The Big Rab Show Awards Pandemic Edition 2020. That's it. Congratulations to all of our winners. I have to say that you guys who managed to lift the prize totally deserved it. And congratulations. Well done. And to all of those as well who didn't win but received nominations. Honestly, guys, to receive a nomination is no small thing. I know that kind of sounds as if I'm paying lip service to the whole thing, but honestly, 
it's very true. If you did receive a nomination, that means that you guys have garnered support from throughout the bagpiping world and more, more people mentioned your name above everybody else's that should be in the list of finalists. So there you are. So guys, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast and that's it for another Big Rab Show Awards 2020. Have to say a huge thank you to everyone who ran campaigns and things to get folks to vote for them. And thank you to everyone who voted as well. Because without you guys voting, then essentially we can't pick a winner. So there you go. And I also have to give a special mention to everyone on the Big Rab Show team who worked very hard on the Big Rab Show Awards as they do every year. It's not an easy task putting all of this together. So thank you everyone on the Big Rab Show team. Honestly, if you're listening to the pod... Awesome stuff. Thank you, guys. That was quite incredible. And, uh, yeah, next week we we hit a huge, huge milestone here on the Big Rab Show podcast. And we hope you guys can be a part of it. Like I said, send us in your emails, your voicemails, definitely your voicemails. We really want voicemails, folks. Please. Uh, Videos, selfies, anything at all. If you want to be a part of episode 200, now's your chance. And yeah, it has to be in with us by Friday the 6th of November is the deadline. So if you want to be part of episode 200, you have until the 6th of November to get your content into us. There you are, to be guaranteed to reach the episode. There you are. Guys, that's episode 199 in the can. That is our brand new Big Rab Show champions crowned. Congratulations to our prize winners. Roll on next year, 2021, where I dare say there will be another Big Rab Show Awards where we will crown all new champions in all new categories, I am sure. It'll be a very interesting thing. There you are. Right, folks, that's me. I am out the door. Thank you so much for downloading this week and each and every week. And if you haven't done already, please do consider giving us a subscription wherever you're listening to us right now. Uh, So whenever I upload another one, you'll get a bing to let you know that one's been uploaded if you haven't give us a rating as well on itunes or spotify or wherever you're listening right now do consider that as well because it really does help us with our visibility it helps more people find our shows so we can introduce more people to what we know and love which is our instrument the great highland bagpipe until next week folks we will see you on our social media we'll see you on our patreon and we will see you right here on the rab show podcast next week for episode 200 Woo! <laughs> All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, including our two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com to be kept up to date on all the latest news and views from around the piping world. Plus, of course, check us out on Patreon and become part of the Patreon faithful. For just $5 a month, get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness. So until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on The Big Rab Show Podcast. All the best. <laughs>